News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. Libertarian outsider Javier Millet has won Argentina's presidency. Millet has promised a radical shakeup. Today is a historic night for Argentina. Thank you very much to everyone who came. Thank you to everyone who made this possible. Thank you to the team that has been working for two years to transform Argentina and to achieve the miracle of having a liberal and libertarian president. Thank you very much. With 99% of ballots counted after Sunday's runoff election, Millet took 56% of the votes to 44% for Economy Minister Sergio Massa. Rosalind Carter, Jimmy Carter's first lady, has passed away. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. Rosalind Carter has been a tireless humanitarian both during the administration and then after, also a mental health advocate of the first order. Two years ago, she was asked what makes a happy marriage. She says many different things, but trying to make each other happy every day. And do things together. We're look, always looking for, to do things, for find things we can do together. She has been in hospice care. Rosalind Carter was 96 years of age. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. A Biden administration official says talks to get hostages released by Hamas in exchange for a ceasefire with Israel could be getting closer. Deputy National Security Advisor John Finer is hopeful as the U.S. continues with sensitive negotiations. I do believe that a significant number uh, and, and, and most likely uh, the majority and even the vast majority of hostages are alive. Uh, we are certainly operating under that assumption. Finer on ABC's This Week. Meantime, Japanese shipping company Nippon Yusen says a carrier it chartered was seized in the Red Sea. That follows an earlier announcement on the incident by the Israeli government. Israel had said that Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen had hijacked a cargo ship in the Red Sea. The incident will revive fears the Israel-Hamas war could lead to major shipping disruptions in the Middle East. Well, Americans trying to beat the holiday travel rush already flying to Thanksgiving. The FAA reports a 13 percent increase in flights this weekend. One TikToker landing at JFK on Saturday morning called it chaos. It's already mayhem. Everyone is already traveling early. Meantime, this passenger at LAX airport in Los Angeles said that people probably are flying early and then remote working from their holiday destination. If you can get to where you need to go and, and then get your work done a little bit before you unplug for the full holiday, I think that's a really good strategy. Saying that traveling early could save you another headache. And I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. Let's check this hour's top business stories and the markets. Board members at OpenAI are resisting stepping down. That has been a precondition by fired CEO Sam Altman to return to the company after he had been fired last Friday. OpenAI's biggest investors, including Microsoft, want him back. We're told that before Altman was fired, he was working to raise funds for a new chip venture called Tigris. More from Bloomberg's Ed Ludlow. Sam Altman was speaking with people like SoftBank, who are desperate to invest in OpenAI, and Mubadala, which is the, the kind of private investment arm of the United Arab Emirates. And my understanding from sources is that those two firms in particular really wanted to get a piece of OpenAI. But what Sam Altman said was, well, you know, now's not kind of the right time for you guys to, to invest or get in, but how about investing in this other project that I'm working on? What we know about the project is that it hopes to make what are called tensor processing units or TPUs. We're told that Altman's chip venture is not yet formed and the talks with investors were in the early stages. 
We're hearing that investment firm Blackstone is the lead bidder for a huge chunk of property loans from the failed Signature Bank. That story from Bloomberg's Denise Pellegrini. Sources say Blackstone is the frontrunner to win a $17 billion portfolio of commercial property loans from this FDIC sale. Regulators seized the failed bank in March. They've been marketing about $33 billion in real estate loans, some backed by retail, industrial office and apartment buildings. Others said to have been or be interested in bidding include Starwood Capital and Brookfield Asset Management. And investors overall are also watching the sale closely as they try to get a handle on prices in a largely frozen commercial real estate market. Signature was a big lender to New York City landlords, including the owners of rent-stabilized and rent-controlled units, but we're hearing those apartments are not part of this possible Blackstone deal. Denise Pellegrini, Bloomberg Radio. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.